Diary Cast. Hi, I'm Damon Hart Davis, and welcome to Earth Notes Podcast on all things eco and green and efficient at home. 3rd of January 2023. EOU Review for 2022. It nearly rhymes. Here's a brief roundup of the year and a peek into 2023 and some time travel. The full diary can be found in the show notes. The end of 2022 featured quite a few big life changes, along with emerging from the COVID pandemic, which I attempted to coordinate. Radbot has been handed over to new owners after a decade, and I am starting research as a PhD student in 2023, of which more later. To try to tidy up loose ends and simplify my life, I fully handed over my two solar PV renter roof systems to the occupants, home and school. I also stood down as a school governor after more than a decade. I even had a retirement party in November. Here are some brief snippets from each month. January. I arranged for new grid generation source intensity values to be rolled into my grid intensity page automatically with the new year leaning on National Grid ESO's carbon intensity work. Thanks. Also, the MyEnergy Eddy solar PV diverter was ordered, arrived, got some bench testing, and had the start of a set of control scripts written for it. I continued to develop and tweak the control system throughout the year. By December, PV diversion and low carbon boost from grid were working well. February. Storm units rolled over, did not damage EOU towers, i.e. 16WW, but smashed up many trees in the cemetery next door. To make space for the Thermino heat battery, we freegle the old and part-working grill that I bought with Ixtris's first test virtual Visa car transaction. There was some quite decent off-grid and grid-tie generation at the end of last month, and this month, and the sparrows have been making themselves heard. March. After years of dithering and another couple due to Covid, the Sunamp Thermino heat battery finally went in. The day before, partly because of the situation in Ukraine, our heating was turned off, so gas use at least until the autumn would be limited to whatever PV diversion did not cover. April. Along with relishing my eddy doing its diversion stuff, and even some frequency response, I also bootstrapped a uniform, standardised format, kilowatt-hour energy series data set for much of 16WW's key data. It is now far easier to eyeball seasonal and other changes and shifts from one energy source to another, e.g. for DHW, water heating. May. Residual gas use turned out to be small, generally well under 25%, thus usually under 1 kilowatt hour per day rather than 4. Hurrah! And I captured many minutes of local sparrows chatter. June. Kingston Invents, our local inventors club, met for the first time since Covid took off, in the same building and possibly the same room at Kingston University as before. It felt almost as if there had been no break. Also vital to world peace, I note that the longest day of the year allowed me to run the dishwasher after supper at about 6pm without needing to draw from the grid. July. Parts of the UK touched 40 degrees C this month. Our port sensor saw 37 degrees C. Way too hot. Also, I learned that a mini-fast is good for you, and stopping eating at least three hours before bedtime helps the gut switch to repair mode during sleep. Therefore, I should stop snacking by the time that I feel comfortable running electrical appliances after the evening peak at 7pm. 
I have observed that one simple rule, one weird trick to save health and climate, reasonably well since. Oh, and I discovered cold brew coffee, which may save about 30 watt-hours of heating per cup. August. We were again able to visit the south of France, by train, for our family summer holiday, beside the Med. Hurrah! September. Kingston hosted a sustainable September month-long series of events. Those included 16WW Open House on the 11th, and talks including one of mine on the 25th. Mid-month, we had a power cut that I did not even notice until a neighbour came round to check with us. My laptop and the internet router were running off-grid and thus oblivious. Towards the end of the month, after being serviced, the gas combi sulked and had to be turned off until a rematch with a boiler person in October. In the interim, the Eddie Thamino control system was flipped into a supply all the hot water mode that I had been prepping. It all worked. And I ordered some inexpensive USB-powered heated insoles that work quite well. October. Our gas combi got fixed, and I signed up and handed over money for a part-time PhD to try to help fix UK heating retrofits in the planet. Also, I moved some of my attention from Twitter to Mastodon. November. I upgraded my live grid intensity page to be able to pronounce a red, yellow, green view based on a week of data rather than just one day. Additionally, this worked around increasing flakiness of the data from Elexon, especially in the wee hours of the morning, just when my system needs to know if it should top up the heat battery. And hurrah, the UK finally, at least a year overdue, is telling people how to set their boiler flow temperature correctly, to save a pile of carbon emissions and there, and the Treasury's cash. December. We turned on the 16WW central heating on the 1st. I fixed the bathroom MHRV, fixed my multimedia gallery, and fixed the Thermino top-up algorithms, all after far too long. And I stood down as a school governor after well over a decade. I officially started as a part-time student at the University of Surrey, for an Environment and Sustainability PhD on 9th January. Gloriously, the official offer letter has the end date as 1931. I remember at the time being told that Y2K was a fake and would never happen, while I was busily fixing bits of it in banking and elsewhere. I don't know how well I'll hack life as a part academic. It is the best way that I can currently think of to tackle climate change. I'll keep updating Earth Notes as I go. There's more on my Earth Notes website at earth.org.uk.